everybody, I'm Jody Marks, and welcome to Breaking It Down with Jody Marks, brought to you by P3 Theater Company, where every week I sit down and talk with a new group of panelists who not only help educate us all, but also help give the Black community a voice on topics and conversations that should have happened a long time ago. You can also watch the show live by going to P3 Theater Company's Facebook Live every Wednesday at 6.30 Pacific Time, where if you have a question on the week's topic, we'll be happy to answer it. Now sit back, listen, and learn, because we're about to break it down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Breaking It Down with Jody Marks. I'm your host, Jody Marks, and we are on episode eight. We have a great, we have a great panel for you tonight. Um, we have Latiana Williams, Deanne Stewart, and Kim Mena. And tonight we're going to be talking about social media and news. We're going to be getting into all of that. But first, we're actually going to have them introduce a little bit about themselves. So, Kim, can you start us off? Yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Kimberly Mena, but I go by Kim. Um, I am 23 years old. I am a singer, actress, songwriter, and model, and I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. Mindyan. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Deanne, Deanne Stewart, and I am in New York City. Um, and I'm in the cast of Jagged Little Pill on Broadway. Um, and yeah, I do a bunch of other, you know, things in the arts, <laughs> um, and, uh, activism as well. And yeah, that's me. And hi guys, I'm Latiana. You could call me Lala and I have a blog called House of Lala Inc. And I'm also an intuitive coach about feminine energy and stuff. Um, I do drama therapy at a state mental facility. So it's definitely a show every day, <laughs> for sure. You know, I'll go to any show right now, okay? You'd like to so do you want to Zoom in with me one time? I'll watch. I'll be like, ooh, yes. No, okay, so we're going to get right into it. So what are some pros and cons that you find with social media or the news? Anybody? <laughs> Exposure is the positive thing for sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked, okay, just a, like a side note for Instagram, but when the Black Lives Matter kind of happened, it was nice going to my feed and it was just all brown, beautiful, melanin. But then, you know, it's going to start phasing out and that's kind of the negative side. It's just, I don't know, maybe the control people have in mm -hmm. their companies with that. Anybody else? Yeah, I think it's nice to be able to feel like you can own a space and in a sense, um, social media kind of just gives any and everyone a platform, which has, you know, it's definitely a great thing in some regard and sometimes it can be not so great thing. Um, right. But yeah, that's like, I think it's, it's good for people sometimes to feel like they can take ownership of a space and, you know, establish like who they are and who they want to be and who, how they want to be seen and viewed. Kim, do you have anything to say? Yeah, I really agree with what she said. You know, you can really be yourself on social media and um, kind of just the exposure of it all and having a platform to, you know, speak your mind and say how you feel. Um, that's one thing that I love about social media. Yeah. I mean, another thing I was thinking about in that 
um, with to do with that question, answering that question though, was um, social media is also such a great thing for spreading information. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, I find, especially since all of the civil unrest has started, it is such an easy way for misinformation to be spread. Mm-hmm. And that is just oh, wow. like, like you'll see things go viral and you're like, yeah. wait, yeah. anyone actually read what this says? Does anyone understand? <laughs> Share, click, share. Click, share. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god, no! <laughs> Wait, but you always have to check yourself. People are being wrecked yeah. on themselves. <laughs> yeah. sure. I guess the negative is like you said, like that information that can just go out there. Anyone can Photoshop something, make yeah. something up, and spread it. It's so easy. They do it so quickly. They're so fast at it too. It's like. Oh my goodness. And then, you know, it just kind of goes viral from there and then it snowballs into a whole thing. And yeah, so, hard to- so, many, so many people just don't really either research on their own or fact check on their own. Yeah. Um, and they just really take, especially people with like the largest platforms, like that automatically gives people credit in some people's minds. So it's just yeah. like, oh, if you have a hundred thousand or two million followers like so if you're sharing it it must be legit even though I'm like well maybe they right. just click well, you know? <laughs> clicking sharing information I actually had an issue with somebody that posted something about Can- Candace Owen and I'm like well I wonder what she got from it because people were messaging me and I guess that kind of goes into the fatigue of just social media but people are just like oh my god look what she wrote da, da, da. I was like, well, let me give her a benefit of a doubt. Maybe there's a reason why she posted this particular video. So I said, what were the pros and cons? Like trying to have an intellectual conversation. And all she said was, well, you just gotta like look at all the information. And I'm like, but that's not all the information in that one video. And it was just so surface level. So I got really irritated with that. Like, yeah. I mean, I I probably shouldn't have wrote as much as I wrote to her, but I'm like, you wanna be educated on black people, look at your microaggressions. Right. Like, look at look at other themes and give out resources because she does have like a really high following, mm-hmm. and I guess people don't realize their influence sometimes. Yeah, mess up, but correct it. <laughs> right. it. And don't be afraid to correct it. Don't be afraid yeah. to say wrong with you know saying. Yeah, certain my heart things. was beating, but it felt right. Yeah. yeah. Apologize. The you have to be willing to hold yourself accountable, especially if you have such a large following that, you know, people are just taking what you say as fact. I like the generation that we're in now, like just seeing a lot of Black women on screen, like mm-hmm. in all the movies, like Taraj, and it's um, inspiring. Like I remember going to the supermarket one day into the magazine area and it was like so many black women and men on covers and so I like got them all and put them together and I was like man when I was a kid this would not be here yeah Yeah, I've had so many of those moments where I'm just like wow how amazing to be a child in like this generation to be Mm -hmm. able to see so much like with representation especially I you know in theater like we all obviously are involved in theater and like I just it really boggles my mind sometimes where I'm like wow I'm still I personally am still dealing with the the issues and like the trauma and the 
the things that happened, you know, in my brain, the way my brain got wired because of, you know, I grew up in a predominantly white um, suburb. And so like the lack of representation in art and media and theater, um, like really messed me up. And I'm still like, it's like, I'm still at this point, like I'm 29 years old and I, I'm still grappling with that on certain days to be like, oh yeah, like I can do that. And that's okay. And like, look at that. Like you can be a princess. (laughs) I really identify with what you said there because I feel the same way. Just, I remember growing up forgetting I was black actually sometimes because I'd grow up in areas and move around a lot to where there wasn't much people that looks like me. <laughs> so I just play around with these people and stuff. But then one day I'll just be called ugly or dark and bullied, like running away from boys, like boys trying to beat me up. And I've been reading Bell Hooks recently on feminism, black feminism actually, because the original feminism was all for white mainly, but just her reading that, I'm um, reading that to systematic ways of just trying to convey black women like on screen being oh promiscuous the angry black woman just something like something so negative and it carries on in different systems today mm-hmm. it's just so much deeper so I really identify with that and I've been healing from that as well even to the point of my hair but I don't know if I took that from my mom <laughs> Because they used to call her boy growing up and they called me boy because of my hair. And so this identity with my hair was an issue for a while, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. um, I definitely feel that one. Uh, Growing up, I mean, um, I'm Kenya. Kenya. I'm from the U.S. And um, so growing up, I kind of like struggled with my because on one point it was like I wasn't African enough and then on the other hand I wasn't you know black enough and that was a little tough and then I also um I have alopecia so um but growing up you know like in elementary school I didn't wear wigs for a while so you could kind of like see that my hair was like thinning out you could like start to see the bald spots and then I had to start wearing a wig when I was nine years old so being bullied you know from such a young age and like kids are just so mean they're just so I didn't I actually started um you know really embracing myself and my uh my hair and uh, I mean lack thereof uh about two years ago maybe and I posted on social media and it was just kind of like I felt so free after that I was mm-hmm. like empowering oh, finally <laughs> you know like <laughs> I, I can I can truly you know be myself um so I definitely I I hear where you're coming from with that I love that. I'm back. Hi. <laughs> You're not freezing. You know, my Wi-Fi just loves to boot me out of things. So if it happens again, I love that you all are just keep going because I have the show on and I'm seeing what's We're like, happening. we're just going to chat. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's basically what it is. You know, it's it's chatting. It's opening up dialogue. I love that Kim opened up about that because I see that on your social media, Kim, all the time now. Because when I first met you, I knew it was a very hard topic yeah and just that you are so empowering with it because you are beautiful yes and I love that and I love that you are so comfortable in your skin to even allow somebody to even be in that space with you you know yeah and I find that, and that's what I love about social media 
because you can be your own goofy self. And if people don't want to follow you, okay, bye. Yeah. Right. <laughs> bye. Exactly. You don't need them. Um, but I also wanted to ask, how are you all affected if you see your numbers do grow? Do you feel like you have to put on a front at times, especially as a person of color or a woman of color, I should say? Mm. I think my follows fluctuate a lot. And it's funny because my sister, I talked to her like the other day and she's like, you put out really good content. How come you don't have many followers and you even have a lot of comments? Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it either. <laughs> the way it is, like, I don't know. But algorithm. yeah, it really is the manipulation of the big bosses, you know? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even, I mean, I don't know if any of you saw, there was like a whole thing that had come out where it was basically like Instagram admitting to, Yeah, it really is the manipulation of Instagram admitting to um, like the bias that is within the algorithm and, you know, it's like there are certain people that the algorithm is set to benefit and mm -hmm. people who post certain types of things and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so it's just, yeah, that's like a really fascinating thing. And then also really interesting how like, while everything, you know, in the last couple of months, it was like, oh, all of a sudden, certain the pages of black women and like black organizations and stuff went from being no one ever heard of them to like <laughs> you right. know hundreds of yeah. thousands of followers so true. yes yeah. um i know with me i and i know jody you know this but i used to be very i need to get my followers up which i i still feel that way but not so much lately i've been posting less and less and kind of just living in the moment um however when i do post i post at a specific time every time you know i'm checking like, you taught me that yeah i'm, I'm checking the live she was like 10 a.m girl around 10 or whatever um yeah and then i also just check um because I made my page like a business page so I can go and check and see when people are like actually looking at my content and like looking at my page and what days do I do best. So, um, yeah, but I've been posting like less and less, you know, kind of just chill for a minute. Um, but when I do get back, that's really how I usually do it. And I do feel a little pressure sometimes because people are like, you've been gone for so long. Like, what's going on? I'm like, ah. You're I'm, like, just, I'm just living. I'm just living life in the present moment. It's and okay to take a break. Yeah. yeah, like you have to. Yeah. You have to. Especially now, like sometimes you see those things on your feed and you're like, I need a mental break. Yeah. It's I important. Know. But if you don't, people don't understand. They just were like, oh, why can't... Oh. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like the whole thing of like, especially with black women, I feel like it's like this concept thing of like, well, give of yourself. Like, that's what, you know, it's like, that's what we do is like, we give of us no matter, in every capacity, <laughs> you know, more than I think anyone else is expected to. And there is something that like, I feel like, especially in the last couple of months, like for me personally on social media is like what it felt like. And I did, and especially the more that I was receiving like, praise and even 
admiration for the things that I was posting or people being like, oh my gosh, your content is so helpful during all of this. Like you're still blah, blah, blah. I, it was just giving me more of a feeling of pressure that like, okay, well, people are really paying attention to it. So like, I have to like, keep going. Like I have to create a graphic. I have to like find like what this, you know, this next topic that needs to be spoken about or whatever. I'm just like, and then I literally had a whole, like, I just had the last few weeks. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I feel that I, I felt like every day I had to post something that would enlighten somebody or try to change somebody's life and it, and it got to the point where I was like searching for content instead of like bringing in the content in my own you know yeah. and actually like actually learning myself and I always say this on the show I'm like learn like be enlightened but at the same time it's like girl you better do the same thing Hello. <laughs> take the time instead of just trying to get everybody else to learn like read your posts learn from other people um but also I had a hard time when I would post about like Black Lives Matter I would get more likes with a picture of me and my boyfriend than a post about Black Lives Matter and I'd be like contemplating like it, it made me go into some deep thinking and some soul searching and being like and I had to step away because that, that like hurt my soul right there. Because I'm like, it shouldn't be, oh, a selfie here gets more likes. And then Black Lives Matter, I'm like 20 something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, that's the algorithm. Yeah. Power the algorithm. Uh, I, I know my friends see it. Pick <laughs> <laughs> a like. I see a lot of people on DMs though. Like, oh, I'm so glad you were talking. Like sometimes... I'll be quiet and just be posting. And then I do like fashion Fridays where people vote um, yes or no on the stories. Uh, I remember when everything was kind of happening a few months ago, I was talking a lot about it and they're like, oh yeah, can you talk more about that? Or like people just be like peeping in the DM, like, oh, what do you think about this article? Like for mental health, like literally you need to like, I had to get off for a while. Mm-hmm. where do you all get your information the most like what social media or news outlet do you all go to i'm curious mm-hmm. well there's um for me there's uh there's a local organization in north carolina um and uh what's the name nc the name is escaping my head right now um but normally i go on their um instagram page and actually one of my friends he organizes all the protests over here um him and a couple other people so i kind of go on their page and find more information um there's also there's there's a couple other pages i need to i should have written all this down actually i've done that too i get um, a lot of therapists and psychologists and things like that maybe cuz i'm yeah. like a psych nerd with the theater nerd Mm-hmm. I like looking at stats like oh where'd you find these stats mm-hmm. yeah I definitely look on Instagram or as uh the black community likes to look on black twitter yes girl black twitter yes him you put me on black twitter <laughs> I haven't seen it yet I barely have an account <laughs> I'm like I don't have a twitter but my friends send me stuff from black twitter sometimes I feel like Black Twitter, they, it's, it's more of what the news is not showing you, you mm-hmm. know, of, of this is what actually has going on in the protests or it's not all one-sided, look at the facts. Right. And that's what 
that's what gets me about the news though right because it's also opinionated i feel like nowadays yes. instead of factual yes mm-hmm. like where are argue the facts because i see a news anchor just they're you know they're they're going they're spewing and i'm like okay but all you're giving me is your opinion on what's happening right so what do you think the news um has to do or has to basically honestly they just have to recreate themselves but um what do you think they should do to gain the trust of the black community because at this point there's little to no trust um um, that's a good question (laughs) i feel like maybe social media has impacted that because i feel like now there's such a blur between like social media platforms and like legit news um stations and stuff where it does feel like sometimes when i mean honestly i had to stop watching the news months ago but um but when i was watching it when things it was like really in the thick of things i i was feeling that too where it's just like this feels like I'm watching like an opinion column, you know? Um, and even there was a point in time when, you know, when the protests and stuff kind of first started where I would actually watch, like I would put on like Fox News sometimes just to see like what they talking about. Um, yeah, what, what do they talk about? They were talking craziness and it was just mm-hmm. like, wow. And the way it was just like these like slight spins where I'm just like, wow, I almost see how people just get brainwashed into like, you know, into falling into the traps of what you are saying with the way that you're just kind of spinning and twisting certain things. Um, Yeah. And it's like, cause it's not just like, Oh, well, these are the facts. It's like, well, these are the facts through my filter of this extreme bias. And I want to uh, present this to you in a way that's going to lead you over here. Yes. And it's ridiculous <laughs> because at the, at the end of the day, I'm always wondering how does the newsroom work? Like, I really, like, I really want to know. I'm like, how, who gives you this information? And then you are like, okay, let's say it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I read it from the teleprompter. Right. First of all, world, I would like, be so bad at that. A certain way. It's always the owner, it's people that own stuff. <laughs> Get their way. We gotta have new owners, cause yeah. and Fox is very problematic. Like mm. you said, Deanna, like they are known to be very problem and just racist. To right. be honest, right. and, yep. yes, mm. and just very pro-Trump. We all know this. Yep. One of the I, things, like one of the things I remembered very distinctly from watching one night was <laughs> it's crazy. They were like don't they know like African-Americans are hurting themselves with these protests because in 19, I forget which, um, was it Detroit? I don't know. Some sort of like riots and protests that kind of happened in like a point in like the 1960s, maybe late sixties. They were like, when that happened, the the value, the property value of African-American neighborhoods and homes decreased by this. So really like by them doing this right now, they're just hurting themselves. I was like this whole thing. And I was like, wow. And that's what I don't get because I've seen those stories too. And they're like, yeah, the black community is hurting each other. They're like 
uh, rioting and they're writing on the walls. And I'm like, did you did you see a black person actually do that? Or are you just gonna yeah. say like, give me footage? I need I need facts. Right. Like again, I need facts. Are you? This is your opinion, mm-hmm. or who? Yeah. Are you gonna tell me who did it? Because I've seen videos of white women spraying all up on there. Yeah. Okay. Not telling them to do it. I saw someone give me videos. Yes, I saw that too. Random. I was like, aren't you supposed to be protecting the businesses that you're telling her to write on? Stabbing people. Right. Hmm. Getting a wheelchair, stabbing people. And I think there was another story about it that she was trying to say, oh, they're like hurting me. They're harming me. And I'm just trying to go into Target and blah, blah, blah. But no, there's video of her like trying to stab people. She was literally trying to stab people mm-hmm. there's another one of a man he was actually i actually saw it, a news clip of it before i saw the real story and this man had literally a cross like a like a bow and arrow like crossbow kind of situation happening mm-hmm. and he in the news article and the news video he was saying how i was just trying to protect the protesters from people coming at me blah blah, blah. but then two black men decided to jump me and I was in my car and that's why I look so beat up. And then the video came out and it's yeah. actually him outside of his car already shooting protesters with mm-hmm. this. And I was like, you blatantly said two black men pulled you out of your car right. to beat you. And you were just trying to protect them. And I was like, but you actually were shooting and being the one who you're not a victim, okay? You, you, like, that's not, don't go there. I hate when people do that. Um, but I was like, you tried spinning this, but I'm happy that we have social media out there where people got the actual footage and they called yeah, right. you out. That's the because thing I love about, oh, call them out. People really, people really were coming out to the protests just to set the protest up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, dang, like y'all are, like what in the why like why would you even it's <sighs> speechless I can't yeah, I, I don't understand like what goes through somebody's mind like oh let me show up to this protest and you know let me start you know uh antagonizing people and um let me spray paint this and blame it you know on other people it's just I don't it's know like, it's it's so ridiculous I can't even even like we actually have oh. like um there's like an influencer girl that they're fixing up like the buildings and she goes over and she's like hey can i have that and she holds it and the guy takes a picture oh I, yeah supposed to say i'm helping like yep right. and it's just like thanks and gives it back and literally walks away gets in the car and drives off how is social media news different than regular mainstream media or the news how are they different and portrayed Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like something I don't I'm like were, were we talking about this last time or was this something that I it might have been another conversation I actually was just having recently but um I wanted to say like oh well social social media has more opinion in it and like the news is more fact but mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like the case anymore um it's like I'm almost watching like talk shows where I'm like are you this is just your opinion <laughs> yes and they never actually go to like the main sources like you'll hear them say like oh this person today and I'm like well where's that person 
did they say it like you know what I mean and like social media is so your own story and media is just like somebody looking into yourself like it's so weird yeah because like even depending on how you post how you hashtag what you look for they find that similar so you always find things that are your view so I feel like it is very controlled but then like a news station would be controlled like Fox 11 like you were talking about last week and just thinking about the uh, higher ups and like the owners and what they make the broadcasters present, how they spin things, how people write things in newspapers or articles online. Like we literally have to be critical thinkers at this point in time and double guess everything, unfortunately. Fact check them. That's a sad thing. It's like people have to fact check the news. I'm like, that's, you should be giving me whatever already. Like I shouldn't have to go somewhere else to get it. Yeah. You know, and then also you said hashtags. Hashtags play such a big part in social media mm-hmm. because, especially like the hashtag, like say their name, say her name. How have how has that um, helped the movement? I guess. How has it like kind of fueled people actually seeing the hashtags? I don't know. I was actually listening to Bell Hooks on something on YouTube today about. Yeah, what was she saying? Uh, I'm going to blink out. But she was talking about how is it helping the movement if we're just hashtagging, if we're just doing protests? Like, why are we not focusing on the home and in the home? And our mm-hmm. highest level of, like, resistance is just creating a loving atmosphere at home. And I was like, oh, that's a good point, too. <laughs> I guess when I think about that, it's like, yeah, we're protesting, we're doing this, we're doing that. Like, I'm looking at it, I'm sharing it, but it's still putting responsibility outside of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like hashtags are such an interesting thing um, because they end up being rooted in popularity. And it's like, just because something doesn't become popular doesn't make it not important. And I think that's like a weird, a weird thing with social media where it's like, Oh, popularity is the key. You know, it's like for something to go viral or, you know, something to be shared excessively or to be seen by a ton of people, even with, uh, you know, we were talking about the algorithm a little bit and it's like, yeah, the algorithm like boosts things that it thinks people want to see, So I don't know. It's like the hashtags, they're a good way to raise awareness if you can get them to become popular enough. Um, But at the same time, sometimes it feels like, oh, well, things are discredited or, you know, viewed as just less important if it's not, you know, well-known enough hashtag. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's not, you know, that's not right. But they're, I mean, they're a useful tool. They can be. Or like like the Blackout Tuesday, when that hashtag and then everybody was like, don't use the hashtag because now you're creating like just a black page when information is trying to get out there. That's like, that's like a fine line because they're telling you to do one thing and then people are doing it flat, but then it actually like is hurting. Yeah. It was so bad. I felt so bad too because I even used the hashtag. I was like, I'm dumb. (laughs) Archive it then. (laughs) Yes. And then you're like, and then you're like, oh, gotta repost. 
and then you're just like mm. but then also those black like squares I was kind of mad when I saw people that only did the black square and they didn't do anything else exactly yeah of course mm-hmm. and I think that's a thing with like social media and with trends where it's like it quickly becomes ugh, it's so easy to like press a button and to share something mm-hmm. and whatever and the problem in our this day and age with like our social media age is like if you just think that that's like that's the extent of your activism and they're like oh well like you know I share things you know and it's like yes well that can be useful and especially you know if you have especially if you have like a larger platform where it's like you know by you clicking a button hundreds of thousands of people might see some information that they wouldn't otherwise see great but also like there's so much more in terms of actually rooting out the issues that we have and making change yes and some things are hurting the black lives movement on social media and some things are helping so what do you guys think is helping and what do you think is hurting no it's a lot (laughs) (laughs) i think what we're just talking about like it it's hurting when you're not actually, like she's saying, like putting in the work or doing something or figuring out what you're called to do and to be part of that. Cause maybe not everyone is gonna be like the speaker. Maybe they'll be behind the scenes or, you know, reaching out to your community, like, but then we're in the midst of COVID. So I know that was kind of hard to do, but it's just, uh, I think just the media and how big it is now is helping it because people see it more often it's not just but then it but then it's also traumatic because like I don't want to see the same video over and over again of someone being harmed that's black like I'm over it Mm -hmm. I don't need to see that all the time like they already throw it in movies all day so or the memes the insensitive memes that I've seen like changing the faces of the cop and then George Floyd when that was going around I was like do you understand how many people were hurt by that? And also his family has to see that if they happen to cross by it. Like people don't take into account of what their posts mean sometimes. And I think they just do it for likes. Like you said, Deanne, they just do it because, oh, it's the thing to do. Oh, I saw this person doing it and they got so many likes. Let me follow a trend. Yeah. But it's like, but did you take the time to actually realize what your post means? and how it can affect other people. And if it does go viral, who it's actually gonna reach and then they could actually have the wrong connotations about it. Like it can actually be like a negative thing. I don't know, people, that's what the, that's the one thing. Cause- but then when you're corrected too, then they get mad that you corrected them. Yes. <laughs> like I was mentioning last week. Yes. And that's the thing, like, take accountability. Don't just be like, oh, oh, it was a trend. Oh, I'm sorry. Like those, those, yeah. uh, those, I'm like, sorry. They said, don't come at me like that. And I'm like, why are you tr- trying to talk black? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh my gosh. I hate that. I'm just like, <sighs> but I, yeah. And then especially like, I've seen the apologetic, um, like well, my white friends sometimes will be like, I'm so sorry that this happened to you on social media. And I'm like, I don't care about you being like, oh, like, I'm trying to make myself feel better. Like I'm caring about what you're doing to help move like the movement forward and to help everybody come together. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want people, right. Or businesses. How do you feel about businesses when they post certain things? That's what I was gonna say. 
<laughs> one went into my friend's DM. She's um, a therapist like me. Um, and they were like, oh, can you uh, train us on blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you need to pay her. Why are you slipping in her DM asking for her to just to give to you? Like, if she's gonna, I'm like, oh, this is a business. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the DMs is very triggering a few weeks ago for sure. People asking you, like, oh, I'm so, like, how do you feel about this? Or what can I do? Does that, what can I do? I got a lot. You know, what can I do? I just get like, oh, what's your opinion on this or this? And <laughs> You're like, I'm not the black encyclopedia. Like, I don't even know everything. <laughs> so, yeah. Where you going to me? Yeah. <laughs> Go read. <laughs> Yeah. And with businesses, it's like, like Jersey Mike's puts out like a, like a BLM, like sandwich and all this stuff. And I'm just like, like they, but they like advertise and it's things like that where I'm like, okay, are you for them? Like to help the black community? Or are you no, just capitalizing on it? Yeah. That. You're capitalizing on the trend. That's what that is. Did. <laughs> and then you have people like, in the comments being like oh my god thank you so much <laughs> yeah and I'm just like please stop don't encourage that you shouldn't be thanking anyone for speaking or like simply <laughs> it's so cra it's crazy to me I've seen a lot of that especially you know I'd say like really since everything it made me really start to uh, be paying attention and uh, be evaluating like oh like places that I spend money with and it's like or like different brands and stuff like that um and I would so I've done a lot of you know as like oh I saw this cute thing that I wanted to buy on the internet oh who's it by okay wait let me go to their Instagram real quick and see what what's <laughs> happened since May yeah. 26th like <laughs> let me see what they're talking about and there's, and as I've looked at some of those posts where it's like, oh, maybe they did post a black square and, you know, you read the comments and you're like, wow, like, thank you so much for speaking out. Thank you for like standing up for us. And I'm like, and that's the extent of from the last two months. That's all they've had to say was a black square. <laughs> so I'm just I like, have a, I have a question for you, Deanne, because we kind of talked about this in another episode with some dancers. And it was right when LaDuca Shoes actually put out that they were gonna like change their whole shoe line and everything. Expand the colors. Yeah. Have you seen the colors? Yeah, I think I looked at it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's my face too. But do you think that they went in the right direction social media wise? Because they posted a lot. Like they were ones where I kept seeing every, every day they were posting instead of like the ones that were more silent, but posted a little bit or the ones that were like completely silent. What is your take on, I guess, the magnitude of posting from a business or even just like a theater, even like if it was P3, like posting something like, and like, what do you think how the theater community should do that? Um, I mean, so like there were, you know, there was a lot of drama surrounding like Broadway shows, for instance, who, couldn't seem to utter the words Black Lives Matter, um, mm -hmm. at least until they were hounded. Um, yeah. And some of which still just like did it in backwards ways or ways that were just like, mm, nope, like that's not it. And also like, if you just, if somebody had asked, <laughs> 
two people with half a brain, you should have been able to figure out on your own that that wasn't it before yes. you posted it and everyone else had to tell you that that wasn't it. But, um, you know, we're all learning. Um, but I think in those moments, it's like, well, this should just be such a sign of how much work there is to do and how much work you need to do. And I just think like, I don't know, I think anybody, I think with a certain level of platform comes a certain level of responsibility. And if you're an account that is pushing out content on the daily, then great. Still push out your content on the daily, but mm-hmm. make it relevant and applicable, but also be like sincere about it. You know, yeah. like don't, it's, I feel like it's often not that hard to see. I remember there was one, I can't remember exactly the brand at the moment. And I probably would say who it was if I could, but I can't. Um, so I can't remember, but I know there was like some brand, like sort of like fast fashion brand that there was some drama. Um, like something was found on their site that was like very, just clearly racist. Mm-hmm. It was maybe even like, oh, some like sort of like swastika like mask or something weird like something Mm -hmm. weird like that that was just like very clearly wrong um and you know people called them out and it was a whole thing and they issued this little apology and then it was like you know a matter of like barely weeks later like two weeks later it was like some other thing that was extremely offensive to another group of people like they didn't learn also on there and I'm just like yeah like you can't just be like oh well we deleted that one thing like that's a moment for you to be like oh let's check let's check all of our (laughs) stuff out like let's you know like let's reflect and it's like about reflecting you have to look inward as a company you need to look at your whole your whole thing as a company as an institution you have to look at the whole thing you can't just be like oh we posted this one weird thing and people like kind of yell at us about it so we deleted it and now we're just you know carrying on as we were like that's not the answer so I don't know I do think I do think these institutions businesses even people like individuals who have like particularly like large followings you have to you have to be extra careful and you have to be conscious about what I mean whatever message you want to project just make sure you're clear on where you're at like don't flip-flop when an issue comes up and then they can like look back at your like your post and be like no you said this different like you do so many celebrities how many times have we seen that happen said this and then they deleted it Mm mm-hmm like, you know somebody already screenshotted it <laughs> like real quick too it's not even like a second up and they're like oh somebody screenshotted it so you just have to you have to be accountable for whatever that moment was like the shade room i don't know if y'all know the shade room, oh, shade room. <laughs> like they'll something will be up real quick and i'll be like wait i just scrolled and that was up like a second ago yeah like, do not play on social media especially now because everybody has time mm-hmm. a lot of people are home just people are will see it and run with it and that's something you have to be careful about if you do have a brand you you have to be careful what you say yeah and no one's perfect that's the thing it's like nobody's perfect and especially these in like these institutions that are probably have been uh, rooted in or benefited off of white supremacy like Mm -hmm. 
you have to, part of it is understanding that that's, that's who you are. That's part of why you have success. And like, it's just, that it just is what it is, but you have to like be willing and able to be a part of dismantling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. No one's asking you to be perfect, but also like be able to be held accountable when you do mess up and like be authentic and thoughtful in the process of moving forward. I don't think it's that hard. (laughs) (laughs) Period. (laughs) Also with takeovers, how do you both feel about takeovers? I've seen a lot of uh, people of color taking over non like people of color's Instagrams. And sometimes I'm like, did you take over somebody's Instagram? I did. Oh Lord, what was that about? Well, (laughs) I mean, I took over McCoy Rigby Entertainment's um, Instagram stories. So they're like following me in a day kind of thing. Do you know I have a brown girl? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, but the, why I wanted to do it though was because it would be a platform that I wouldn't be able to get to any other way. Wow, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'll work with them in a theater setting, but it's like, will those people actually know I work for them? you know, unless I'm on their Instagram. And I saw that they did it for multiple people of color. Like it wasn't just me. But then again, it also was like, but it just started something where I'm like, well, is it just because of the times? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And will it stop? Those are my questions. I'm like, will it stop? The fear, will it stop? Or when, when, when the trend's over? Yes. Until another person dies or something else happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like, I, cause like, so it's like, yeah, there was that whole like pass the mic thing. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, I don't know, it's so fascinating to me because I feel like I was looking at a lot of that stuff and I had, you know, multiple friends who mics were passed to them and just like people I know. Um, and I don't know, something about it was really it was fascinating to me in this way where like, I felt like the people who were passing the mic were probably already a few steps ahead of like a lot of their audience. And so there were moments just like when I would kind of question or even, you know, I'd kind of like stalk some of these, you know, these accounts that were passing the mic like on this day. And I'm like, okay, let me look. Like, let me look at who's taking this, this account over. And let me think about, you know, whether it be like their credits or whatever. I'm like, there were people who were taking over accounts that I was like, you know, like this black woman in the Broadway community or whatever might have just as many credits, if not more than this person that they're taking over Mm. the mic from who has tens and tens of, or maybe even hundreds of thousands of followers more than them. And I'm just kind of like, okay. And so like, let's see, like, okay, they took over that account. They have this huge reach of people, um, this audience that they had for the day. And then like, let me look at their account tomorrow. Like they better, they, their numbers better zoom, Go zoom. Up. And yeah. I'm just like, but they didn't. Hmm. Why? Because like, it was cute for a day to tune in to like this black girl talking to you about her experiences in the industry and her, you know, her life and her experiences in predominantly white spaces and her experiences with um, racism in, you know, in this industry and in her life um, as a black woman. Um, 
And so, yeah, that, that to me was very, I was like, that's awesome for the people who are passing the mic. I'm like, that's great. Awesome. Hand over your platform, give space. We love to see it. But also I was like, Hmm, these people who are tuning in, so many of them are still just like miss, just missing it, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I'm like, Oh, so you didn't, but you don't care to like go and follow her for beyond today. <laughs> like you don't want to hear about her, her black girl life beyond yeah. today. Yeah. Um, it was, there were so many times. Cause you know how, if you have their account, you can look at who skipped, like who, how many skips it was, who like exited out the story. Oh my gosh. It was so much for me. Like, I remember like being at work and being like, hold on, I got to check, see if they looked because I realized when I would talk about something, probably a hard topic that most people just don't want to face out, there'd be a lot of skips. But if it was just like a, Hey guys, welcome to my life. Just kicking it. You know, they'd be like, Oh, I got more watches. And I'd be like, you, you know, priorities, people. Just, and that's what I, I wanted to know about the other takeovers, you know? Because it's, and it's also frustrating because as a Black woman, you want to have people, I guess, care. You, you know, you, you're like, there's been so, so much, and we've seen it so, so much that people just don't care about the Black community. They're like, it's not affecting me. Why should I do anything? Centered on themselves so much. Or they think they care. They think they care because like, oh, in their minds, like they care about about, that one black person that they know. Yeah. (laughs) That one token. Or pain or suffering. Yeah. Understanding us. Like me talking at this volume, apparently I'm angry. Like, yeah. Can't win. They care about the cool things. They care about like, ooh, this hair is so cool. They care about like, ooh, I wish I had that kind of tan or like, like, ooh, your lips are so full and like, I wish I had that. They care in that sense. They care about our music. They care about when we are producing art out of our pain right like beyonce hello she just dropped that and everybody's gonna watch it and be like i've already seen posts on it too like people that aren't people of color posting about it and they're the same people that didn't post anything about the movement Mm -hmm. i'm like so you can support a woman who has so much success but you can't support a community who is trying to get to where you are and be equal like, it just blows my mind. I'm just like, social media is crazy. Yeah. Like, and that's what we were talking about. Like, your health, your mental health plays a part. Like, you just have to stop, decompress, take it all in. And also distance yourself from people. I found on social media, people that I'm like, you know what? Your social media tells me a lot about yourself. Oh, yeah. And- people got exposed. Some got unfollowed and some got upset with me. And I'm like. But that's America, I can do what I want. <laughs> but that's the thing. I am I, I follow people too, and they might be mad about it. But at the same time, I'm just like, you don't, your negativity doesn't serve a purpose in my life. Yes, exactly. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, like 
no, I'm not gonna play it, but I'm not, mm-mm, I'm not that person. I'm like, no, we good, bye. And that's what I found on social media. Have you guys seen anybody that you're just like, oh, like, oh, I just can't. I can get in so much about. Mm. <laughs> I don't follow too many like super, super popular yeah, people or maybe follow them as much, but I was part of a blogger community. Um, well, apparently I'll be on their diversity team i'll see what's going to be happening for the changes but i left the engagement feed because i'm like i'm sick of these people using the black lives matter at this point and then they'll be like buy my outfit or something like so vain i just couldn't so i like i literally just had to leave that 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 community in a sense like i'm there but then i'm not there like i'm gonna see what they're gonna really do Mm -hmm. about this inclusivity uh, we have a meeting next week, but like that community was just mind effing me over all the time because like in the engagement groups, like you're supposed to like comment and engage, but I don't want to, I mean, I'll just say it. The white ones, they don't care. They just go, oh, so cute. Oh, so cute. Like you can't follow the rules. Four, four words, four words. It's not that hard. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then when everything drops, you know, and then they just wanted to post, like I was saying, like buy my outfit, this, that. And it's like, y'all don't care. Even when coronavirus came out, it was still like buy my outfit. Who's gonna buy it if everyone got fired? <laughs> like insensitive. So That's another thing about coronavirus, people <laughs> we on social media, just their opinion on coronavirus, sometimes I'm just like, wow, you really don't think it's real. <laughs> Like, no, no, it's real. I work at a hospital and I work for the government. So I'm not going to say more than what I, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get fired. <laughs> but yeah, it's been real. So while everyone's enjoying being safe and I'm getting money yeah. cuts, I'm putting well, my life in line. <laughs> one of my roommates actually sent me this video of um, these two guys. And then when they, they went to Huntington Beach and they were trying mm-hmm. to give out masks. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people, and I was so sad that this is California. I was like, they were like, oh no, I don't believe in it. Or, oh, I'm gonna basically fight you because you're trying to give me a aggressive. My friend works at the Huntington Beach Hospital and they were um, protesting. We should be able to go to the beach and da da da. They weren't wearing masks. My friend's like, I'm gonna run them over. People are dying in this hospital. Like, why are they bothering us? It's, yeah. I mean, I don't want to smile and say it, but I feel like it's my only defense mechanism right now is just to like mm-hmm. try oh, to yes. or the it post- away, but it's still there. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. Or the posts on social media. I've seen, I've seen some because you, you can follow hashtags. Anybody didn't know that, which sometimes I do. And the hash, like sometimes they'll put a hashtag, but it won't even pertain to whatever the hashtag is. Like it'll mostly be like Broadway musical theater. Or Pinterest. I follow. But it, it was of a, a white woman who was like very adamant on how she didn't like um, masks and how she didn't agree. And then like a couple weeks later, I saw her post again because she used the hashtag again. But this time it was like, it's real. My family member has it. And I was like, it took you for, okay. I was like, but you shouldn't have to post about it on your life like that. A lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah. 
Like I, I just had an uncle who passed away from it. So I'm like, it's real, y'all. It's not. Yeah. Yes. And that's that's the thing. I'm like, you know, I'm just like, we all need to figure out our priorities, especially right now in this life. And when it comes to social media, like you're saying, Dan, I really wish people would be clear on what they stood for. Yes. Not flip flop so much. Yeah. It's some people, it's so fascinating because it's definitely like, obviously we see, you know, people on both sides that will be very clear. Um, but um, it's also, and then there's just, I think a lot of people who are like, well, like this is just supposed to be like for fun, but it's just the way our culture has evolved to focus around social media so much it's just like mm-hmm. it's not just for fun anymore and I totally mm. I totally am a part of you know the group of people that's like oh I miss when Instagram was just you know like ooh, look at me doing this fun thing or like mm-hmm. look at this cute outfit or whatever oh, you know yeah. it's like those days obviously can be missed but at the same time it's like well if you're gonna engage in it you just have to recognize what it is now and like like recognize that there is yeah there's like a level of responsibility with that and um I think I'm saying like kind of last week about how you know like things like not spreading like misinformation and like fact checking and things like that are just you know so important because you might just think oh you're just you just shared or whatever but some people just really some people like social media is their news a lot of people it is like it is their news they don't watch the news they just see what they see on social media and that's like what they take on as fact of you know what's going on in the world and mm-hmm. how how the world works and I mean, it's just become such a powerful tool for better Mm -hmm. or for worse um, that it's just like, yeah, you just have to, we have to remember that it's just so much more. Yes. (laughs) Got to build more critical thinkers, honestly. Like, like I remember, I think I only did critical thinking when I went to college and imagine just so many people that don't go to college, let alone maybe not even take that class, but like, if you just accept everything that comes in, like that can just blow your mind. Yes. Like my, this is what I realized with social media and news, the older generation, because they watch the news or they read the paper, they get that skewed outlook. You know what I mean? On, on, like we were saying the opinionated facts now, especially like my Nana will say some stuff and I'll be like, no, that's not right. She's like, it was on the news. And I'm like, no but then she doesn't have social media she doesn't have these things that are saying it in a different way where it's like actually at this protest not everything went like crazy riots you know what I mean like she's only seeing like the bad the negative Mm -hmm. and sometimes I just want to be like take my Instagram and just look at it like you know what I mean how that and what you're saying about in the house how can I guess the younger generation help the older generation come into terms with social media or maybe show them some things they don't know because or have those talks that's you have to like make a routine time kind of like family time for it right. like an allocated time literally you know be like oh let's talk about like maybe the news today what did we all get from and like let's throw it all in together and 
argue about it, talk about it kind of thing. Just yep. being able to let people have their own voice, especially, it doesn't even matter how young they are, you know? Like I when I have my niece and nephew over just to like figure out what we're gonna do for the day. Oh, family time, like what do you guys wanna do? And I see them negotiate and arguing. Like I think families should just come together and let, no matter what age they are, just to come in and speak an opinion to have that voice. So I know for me growing up, like I don't, we didn't necessarily have that mm -hmm. in my voice. Didn't use it much. I was actually selectively mute at one point, like when I was really young. I think that's important though, at a young age to know that your voice is heard. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. old too. And yes, every age. Like Just when you're saying that, like, what can we do to put the generations kind of together? Yeah, because right now they're so divided and especially in the news and social media, because they're on like two different ways. Like, because so many people, like you said, Dan, like, especially like millennials and stuff, we don't go, we don't look at the news. Like I'm not like going to turn on the news the first thing in the morning and have a cup of coffee. Like, that's just not, this is not, I'll probably go on Instagram. I'm telling you right now, I'll be like, Ooh, <laughs> you know, it's just a different time that we're in. And especially now that kids get their phone at like, I don't even know how young sometimes I'm just on it. And I'm just like, I don't remember having a phone until I was in middle school and I had to, cause my mom, like I had to walk home by myself, but it was one where it was like that one press for mom. Yeah. <laughs> that one oh, now like, right <laughs> these little kids have like they're already at social medias and i'm just like yeah. how do you know how to do that the dangers of that in itself with human trafficking kid trafficking whole another issue yeah a black that... issue on top of that a lot of like 40 percent or more are black teens okay yeah mm. I think like with the intergenerational thing, it's kind of like, I think sometimes you have to also remind older people that they, you know, it's basically anyone who's alive at this point still um, in this country live through some form, forms of like revolution within you know because our country is one very young and also just like we've gone through a lot over the last say 100 years mm -hmm. and so it's just like this is just another moment of that and so I think sometimes it helps to be able to like compare or just like talk in pair like speak to them in like parallels about like oh you know like when you were my age and this thing was happening like that's how I feel about this and like um all those kinds of things I think that can sometimes be helpful with older people because I mean it is I think in general change change gets harder for people as you get older in general it's like for me now it's like change with certain things can be like ah weird like what is this mm -hmm. um even like with things on the internet like tiktok <laughs> i'm I like know. i don't even have a tiktok tiktok is beyond me like i don't i'm just like i'm out of reach i don't have a tiktok i don't think i could ever have a tiktok yeah I but i also it's, it's kind of but like that same way is how certain people felt about like 
even, I mean, kind of Facebook, like when it first came out yeah. or whatever, like remember when Facebook was only for like college students at the time when it first came out and like, you know, even in MySpace, MySpace, yeah, like MySpace and music, MySpace, <laughs> all those things. So yeah, it's like, it's all just, it's all the same, same stuff. It really is. <laughs> so how do we keep the movement alive though on social media? How do we keep our feeds from going back to normal as a lot of people are talking about? Keep feeding information. Yeah. I think like, yeah, keep feeding information. And I think there is, even like with coronavirus, it's like, obviously, even the places that were, you know, Mar I mean, like, I'm in New York City, like the places that were March, April, really, a lot of May as well, like, mm -hmm. very, like, level one, like, shut down, you ain't going nowhere. Um, kind of places, it's like, obviously, like, we're not, we don't necessarily, most people in New York, at least, like, don't necessarily have to live that way anymore like we're now in phase four and you can go you, you can go have drinks you can go to parks you can go to beaches you can like hang out you can go to stores like shopping whatever you can do most things now and so you adapt to kind of like a new I mean it's obviously not the same as the world we once were in and so it's like adapting to like kind of a new way of life where it's like we're not forgetting like, ain't nobody forgot about COVID. Yeah. I mean, keep going. Some, some people have somehow. Yeah. But I'm just like, it's like, yeah, we're doing these things and wearing masks and whatever, and we're distancing. And so I feel like with the movement, like with Black Lives Matter, it's kind of a similar thing where it's like, that doesn't have to now be the only thing that you post about. Mm -hmm. Like, you can post about, like, you really like this outfit today? Like, yeah, go yeah. ahead, post about it if that's what Happiness, you need. It's fun. You have exactly. To. And so I think it's like just, but I think it's, it's a matter of like acclimating to like a new way of like viewing social media and a new way of like just kind of, I, I think for a lot of people, it's a new way of thinking about the world. Even for Black people, it's like, you know, the learning and unlearning goes across for everybody where like we have to unlearn thinking that like we can't talk about our pain or we can't talk about like you know the injustices that have happened to us like we just have to like keep moving and go with it and stuff and it's like no like if you need to call something out go ahead and call it out if social media is where you feel that needs to happen do it like you know we just have to real first real find a balance yeah Okay, question time. So these are questions from listeners. This is gonna be fun. Okay, so one person said, you talked about how it was good to take a break from social media for your mental health, but can social media be a place of healing also at times? You follow the right people. Black mental health, there's a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Let me tell you, like my friend Kayla, um, she does the well healing. And then like, once you follow certain people, you'll get that connection of following other people and like, they'll have free Zooms, mm -hmm. free circles for healing or deep breathing and yoga or dance. Like, what is this? I need this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you stuff. I'll send you my friend's info. Please do. Yeah. 
I do like a little bit, but not like a lot right now because I work at the hospital, but like trying to do coaching and channeling the feminine energy because the more I've read about bell hooks and how black women lost their femininity because they forced us to be more masculine. So teaching on that and learning about that and reawakening myself with that, like, but definitely there are spaces. You just have to kind of find them. So I'm wondering if I send you I'll probably email you like links and stuff and maybe they can put it on P3 as well. So other, the people that were asking about it. Yes, can I have the information? Yeah. Yes, would love that. Yeah, I definitely think social media is like such a fine line, like where, yeah, it can be really overwhelming, but it also can be really, it can be really good, especially in a time like now, like depending on your situation and everything, like, you know, if <laughs> being alone, but for so long and for so much time is not necessarily great and it's counterintuitive to intuitive to like human nature. And so it can be a really nice way of like connecting with other people and finding common ground like hashtags and again with those hashtags sometimes like it's really nice you can find people of similar interests or people with similar problems you know that you're like oh wait I'm not the only person who's dealing with this thing or going through this thing um you know because there's a whole hashtag of people yeah. <laughs> our accounts you know our accounts dedicated to certain like issues and things that people face um yeah that can be really nice it can be psychosocial media that is actually a very good platform my friend is the co-founder of that so we deal with a lot of BIPOC like mental health and breaking that stigma and so he'll post different things are like different um organizations or psychologist profiles to like share any um, information or events or like webinars or just like a live where people can just come in and vent or not vent or, you know. No, yeah. that's all good. I'm going to go on, watch me after this, be like on Instagram, like, who can I, who can meditate me? I don't know who I follow, but today around 12, it was said like 20 minute um guided meditation i'm like oh that's a good idea sometimes you just need to definitely very healing it just depends on what you're focusing on like whatever you focus on gets bigger right so if you're going to focus on just playtime people being whatever that trigger you <laughs> you're be <really> triggered <laughs> point blank <laughs> So find something that is healing or find like funny stuff like on TikTok. Like there's some funny stuff. Yeah. Well, like a chaplain pastor break dancing. <laughs> He's like, I was bullied as a kid. Break dance. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my church for today. <laughs> I love but, uh, that. I love seeing the funny stuff and the uplifting stories on social media. Oh my God. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like the little kids and doing some stuff. I like when you dance. They're so cool. Uh, cool. I yeah. can't do that. Another <laughs> call to me. Okay, so next question. Do you share auditions or events on social media so that your followers can audition or participate in things that are pertinent to people of color? Mm. I mean, I wish I had a theater company to do that. <laughs> <laughs> me, me personally, when it comes to auditions, I don't share auditions. I don't know why. Well, you know, it's it's a 
it's cuff because events protest an event for p3 theater company anything event wise i'm yeah. down to share auditions for some reason i feel like i put in so much work to find that audition you should too yeah. <laughs> i'm keeping it you work for an agency too and they put you in auditions they right but I will tell my friends. So I don't think I like will post like social, like on social media, but it's more of like, a, I'll have a conversation like with my roommate or somebody else. Like, I'll be like, Hey, come with me on this audition. Or if I know that somebody's good for the role and it's not necessarily me, I will reach out to people. I'll be like, you should do this. So it's this all about thing. the network. Yeah. It's definitely networking. networking. Honestly, entertainment is all about networking. Tonight. <laughs> I'm really hate. But sometimes for auditions on social media, I just feel like too many people going to show up. <laughs> Sorry, well, the open true. audition too, though, right? Because I guess I'm like, like, that's the thing. It depends. Because I'm like, I don't really go to many like open call kind of yeah. auditions. But I think, I mean, sometimes I guess more um, for like modeling stuff or like different things like that. I'm like, okay, I guess like if there was something that if someone sent me something was like, hey, I'm looking for somebody for this mm -hmm. and I didn't feel like I personally knew like the direct people to reach out to then yeah maybe I would be like sharing my story and be like hey if you fit this bill like somebody's looking for this mm -hmm. get at it mm -hmm. um something like that but yeah no I mean I definitely share events and things like that I feel like auditions are just kind of like it's difficult it's yeah it's a difficult one because at the same time you're you're necessarily like competing in a way for the job you know what I mean but at the same time we've also had an episode where we talked about including each other and also people of color actually going to auditions and not being scared that I'm not right for this so there's like that fine line now where I the training or classes that kind of cover that though mm -hmm. and building your confidence to go or how yeah. to find kind of thing rather than yeah. I'm giving you all my breadcrumbs or Secrets. something you know? I don't know how to word it. I mean, I don't really go on auditions. Like I was saying, like I'm not full on actor. Like I'm just part of like an improv, like little troupe thing. But I don't know. I guess I feel like. But I guess like if your improv troupe was like looking for new people, like maybe that's like a moment where you would be like shared on social media and be like, hey, they're looking. Yeah. For they probably would just share it on their page, and then I would probably like just share it from the page, kind of thing. Yeah. Or if they ask me, like, oh, well, if you know someone, then I'd be like, ooh, like, let me go hit up Jody or something, like, you know. Do you think that, say, P3 Theater Company, uh, an example, do you think they should put auditions on their Instagram or something like that? Because maybe people don't have access to yeah. that page or yeah. actors' access. I don't think they do. I think they do it on Facebook. I, I do think or Facebook. Mm -hmm. that's good when places, when, like, institutions put yeah or like casting i know a lot of casting agencies sometimes will do that especially if they're looking for something that like isn't maybe the easiest or they're trying to like broaden the reach mm -hmm. of who you know might would who would maybe be coming in for it um which i think that's good but also like to whoever asked this question you know if you don't know like playbill.com or backstage.com yeah. yeah actors access those are all really great resources for finding auditions yeah mm -hmm. and i think because i have found stuff on facebook sometimes but I, yeah i do mm -hmm. think they should post on social media because say because p3 is in long beach yeah. um, 
And that community, there could be so many people that want to do theater, but don't know about those kind of like backstage and everything. So if they maybe were following P3 on Instagram, Facebook, they'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to give theater a shot. And yeah. I, I like that. I like that kind John of. has done that. I think he probably has, but I think he's done more of the playbill, like you're saying, and other things. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I know their social media is getting more active, so they'll more likely put throw it on there and stuff more too. Mm-hmm. I know other community theaters in Long Beach do that. Like I found auditions on there, like a Long Beach Playhouse, different yeah. places. So Facebook, yeah. Do y'all think there are more pros than cons of social media? Mm. Depends on what attachment you put to it. Mm. how you attach That's great. <laughs> like it really is I mean if you have like a negative mindset you're gonna see it as hell you know or you see it positive it depends you have control over your mind you don't have control over what people post or anything but your spirit your soul your mind your body you control that so choose wisely or see it wisely if you're like man I'm noticing my mood's different check your body and if your mood's bad and start looking noticing be aware of what you're watching because mm-hmm. more likely it's because of that and then you either cut it or you keep it because you want to stay in that negative heaviness but if you need to bust out like we were saying cut cut some people de- click click delete yeah. click click block you know mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. yeah Oh, you have something to say? Oh, no, I thought that was that was a great answer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like how how um, how she was saying, like, it's about like your mindset. It's yeah, it's the pros and cons have a lot to do with how you are triggered or how, you know, like what you allow into, you know, your view and also what you what your what you um use social media for so it's like yeah like the meaning that you attach to it is like do you use it to just like be like hey friends and family like keep up with my life or like are you using it for a business purpose or are you using it to fill a void like are you using it for information you know all of that really does I think affect it does. Last question. We made it. Okay. Um, how are you doing your part to ensure that the news you share is from a valid source? And how can others be sure as well when posting information? I love that. Mm, I honestly, I could be honest, I could probably double always, always double check and stuff. But I usually try to find like therapists and psychologists and like research because then it's kind of cool. But, um, or just kind of like facts, like what's white supremacy or what's capitalism? So it's more definitions that I kind of share. I don't think I really share news news as much. Maybe more science-based. <laughs> Nerdy. <Yeah. stuff. laughs> hey, people need to know them, okay? I've seen stuff on social media and I'm like, I wasn't taught that in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you, I think it's just, fact checking I don't know I'm like if you see something and it sounds at all questionable whether it be it's new information for you or it contradicts something that you already knew or thought it's just like Google is a magical tool 
Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not that hard. Like it's so it's so much easier for us. Like these days, I'm just like, oh, everything's so easy for us. So to me, that's like where I really get like irritated at, you know, like severe spreads of misinformation and things like that. Cause I'm just like, guys, it's not that hard. Just like go into that Google, ask a few questions, ask Siri. You don't even have to type it. Yeah, right. Like, I'm just Alexa, whomever. Like, figure it out just like find some reputable sources that like really cite yeah. whether this information is probably right or whether it's not you know yeah and analyze it right like be prepared for someone to go in the dm and be like well what, why'd you post that yeah have an educated <laughs> yeah it's just like how rather it? than oh just just uh you know i'm putting it because Somebody yeah, said it. See Somebody. all sides of the story when I'm like, I don't see all sides of the story right now. <laughs> You're like, I need you know, just check yourself, re-wreck yourself, and be open to, you know, unwreck yourself if you messed up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some tender love and care, man. It's too, it's too crazy out there to be so serious and harsh and like when to get like a pitchfork and fire and just try to like harm people because they posted something right cancel culture cancel yeah she's canceled it's just like it is it's a problem cancel culture is such a toxic issue in our generation like it's just not it's just not always the answer some people maybe do need to be canceled kanye um but (laughs) like from social media people like that bless some people just need to be mm, maybe even still great that's part of the problem it's still not canceling but like we need some more accountability and some more um I guess care in like the circle that is like actually close to him in that like in Mm -hmm. that example don't don't uh, follow people that you know are saying things that are idiotic. Just mm-hmm. don't do it. Some people just do it. I mean, I'm like also some people do it, and I think they really are just like taking it in. And then there's other people who like do it for the entertainment factor, and I'm just kind of like trigger. <laughs> but then I'm like, you're giving like you're offering the platform, like you're expanding the platform. We re- like I'm like, do we realize that we mm-hmm. are who give these people platform like whoever it is you know it's like we give the platform if if the two million of us don't follow them they have no platform so mm-hmm. like you just have to you know hold them accountable with like their information and then also like remember that we can take the platform away thank <laughs> <Like>, you <laughs> Unfollow. Unfollow. That is the power of the click. (laughs) No, the power of the click. I love that. It is. Yes. And on that, that is episode, episode eight, part two. (laughs) Thank you for coming on once again. You know, they didn't want the story out social media, the algorithm we've been talking about. No. But we made it happen. I'm you, it has, I don't have a lot of likes this week. Something happened. Go like it. Oh, <laughs> That's knowledge. That's a lot of like ink. 
<laughs> Shameless plug, I love it. Well, thank you for coming on. And everybody, I hope you join us next week for Breaking It Down with Jody Marks. Have a good night.